And we are back with another Madness episode. Uh, got a lot of stuff happening, a lot of what the hells happened in our last episode. Uh, we even did a live show with the Swiftster, Doc Swiffy and Stu and Lee and Free Tech, and it was a bunch of madness and Lord knows they were talking about silver trucks. <laughs> Nobody knows what was going on. But if you guys missed our last episodes, make sure you guys do check them out. Um a lot of good stuff. Uh, how are you doing today? Next, I'm feeling a little. Uh, what do you call it? Hangry. So I might be snacking here and there. I'll try to turn off my camera, and uh, and uh, stay alive. You don't have to turn it off. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Fine. All right. Um, before we begin the episode, make sure you guys do check the VPN below. We have one. Protect yourself before you wreck yourself. When you have babies all over the world, just get yourself a VPN. Don't ask any questions guaranteed <laughs> all right what you got <laughs> buzz tv global.com buzz tv make sure you check them out always great devices great accessories because honestly man i've been testing out that new remote that came with their new devices and i am thoroughly impressed how easy it was to set up with the cec function as well as how nice it looks in your freaking hand with the backlit and everything on friggin' point, like to, to the point where I'm like, I just want to buy these remotes and use it with all my devices. Guaranteed. So. <laughs> it's like the best infomercial right there opening up. Smash that thumbs up. Leave us a comment below. Let us know. Let us know what you guys think. Interact with us because every time you guys leave a comment, we know you're there. We don't know who's out there watching us. So and then also, if you're new to the channel, just subscribe to the damn thing. That way you guys could hear a lot of our crap. So I'm going to do this real quick. I'm going to share this to next level. I'm going to ask him to mute himself while he watches this trailer. This is the Clash Royale. Raise your battle banners. It's about a minute long. So I want him to watch it. Now, for anybody out there, this is like one of the most trending things that's happening right now. I wanted to talk about it. Um, if you guys have played Clash of Clans, there's a game called Clash Royale. We even have a couple people that were like, hey, let's play Clash Royale. Um, it's pretty cool. They have these badges. They have these banners. They, there's these things that you could, like, every time you, you fight, it's kind of like a banner that pops up. And it's kind of like a, like your stamp of, like, this is me. Customize your own stuff. Um, I don't know if some of you guys play this game or not, but is super huge. A lot of fun. Yeah. It's just very, very fun. Flex your style, but check it out. If you guys have it, it's literally called clash Royale, raise your battle banners. Um, the trailer came out. So next level. Now that you just watched the trailer. Yeah. I know you haven't played the game yet and you haven't seen the new update yet. Right. Um, You've played the game though when you get these little badges though now, right? I don't know anything about the bat. Like I'm not a hardcore player. I play once in a while. I only have like two thousand trophies. I'm not like one of those guys because a lot of my friends they all have six thousand. When's so the last like, time you've played? Oh my goodness, I play like once a month. So maybe a month ago. Okay, then you should have seen these badges. So they have these things that you could get badges, and as you're upgrading your guys. You can get badges, and now they added these banners that you could show off your badges. What do you think about the update? Just looking at the video. But, like, what do the badges do? So, I wonder if... 
wonder. I know I could share a screen. I wonder if I could share a window. Ooh, I can. Yeah, you can. Okay. Screen sharing was canceled. Yeah, I know screen because I canceled it. Okay, I'm going to try doing this. I'm going to open up my game. I'm going to open up my screen sharing app too. Um, that way I could show you exactly what this is. Anybody that's that's watching it, you guys will be able to see exactly what I'm talking about. For you guys listening, I'll try to do my best and explain what's going on. So start now. Okay, it looks like I am here. Yeah, it looks like I'm here. Okay. Okay, Clash Royale is now open. Let me share screen. Let me share the window. Ooh, yeah, you can see my game. Okay. You can see that, right? Yeah. Okay, so right is this your phone? here. Yeah, this is my phone. <laughs> So at the very, very top, you know, like first you get your cards, the second tab, uh, you get your emotes. The next tab after that's like magic items. And then here's this thing called badges. Um, this is how it was before. You get these badges every time you use a character. So for example, um, just depending on what you're doing, I already completed everything. You can get these badges and they upgrade. And you um, would get things when you got these badges, wouldn't you? Yeah, you get like, like coins or cards or whatever. Yeah, I did this. Yeah. Okay. So they have these new thing called banners. So these banners, you could choose whatever characters, whatever that you have. If I'm going to play a battle, watch. You're going to see my banner. Here, here it comes. There's my banner at the bottom with my badges. I could choose it and now I could play my game. Now I got to, now I'm forced to play my game, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, you you get these cool little banners and you get to it's kind of like a flex is what it is, you know? Like, oh, check it out. I can flex with whatever the hell I have. Okay. It's cool. I think I don't know. I I the badges I kind of thought it was dumb. I'm like, what are these badges for? You get stuff, but yeah, I didn't really care about the the badges themselves. I just care I wanted the stuff because it costs so much gold to get your person to the next level. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason I cared. Always trying to get to that next level. That's it. So right here, uh, you have these emotes, and the emotes are always, like, fun fun to, to show off and stuff. You know, you can't really, like, talk to the other person as you're playing or talking smack. So that's kind of like our smack talking um, as we're playing the game. But with these little banners now, it's kind of it's, – it's like a flex. It's like you could literally – see what it is that they have and you could be like oh yeah look, look at my banner look at my banner you know what i mean so uh, doesn't yeah. seem exciting to me i i like it i like it next level don't like the banner idea okay i think it's cool if you guys play clash royale check it out i think it's pretty neat that you could customize it i think they're going to be adding a hell of a lot more um i'm using the witch because what up, my witches? You know? <laughs> yeah, I like the witch, too. Witch is good. Yeah. Okay. So, first article that we're going to bring up here. Well, that, that was our first topic that we brought up. But the next one is 
Next Level told me this, and I'm just like, what the hell is this nonsense? But Elon Musk has 100 million Twitter followers. Now, how many... What's the world's population? Like 7 billion? 7 billion. Dude, that's crazy. And it's funny because it says, but how many of them are bots? Which is... That's, that's what he's fighting about right now, right? Which is true. If you got 100 million subscribers, how many of these guys are bots? <laughs> like, Twitter's trying to say it's 5%. So what, 5 million of his followers are bots? He's trying to say it's something like 20 so Dude. 20 million of like that's a lot of bots. Imagine like the conversation needs to be less of how many bots follow you and how many bots are actually on the platform. Because if we're talking that there's in total. A hundred million bots on Twitter, like that's insane. Mm hmm. It is nuts. Absolutely nuts. I hope that's not true, but. It's crazy. What do you guys think? Do you think 20% bots? I don't know. So it says that between June 26th and the 27th, he gained over 150,000 subscribers. That's crazy. Insane. I'm over here like, can I just get like one or two subscribers a day for my... Yo, I'll be for, happy. For Every time podcast, I drop a video, you know? I lose one to two <laughs> subscribers. It's nuts. It is absolutely nuts. Musk is a poster for sure. Annoying, obnoxious, and late to memes. Yo, whoever's writing this does not like Elon Musk, huh? They don't. <laughs> well, it's from The Verge. I don't know. I don't know how much The Verge likes them, him or not, but. What you want, but he's the most human of the world's richest people. Like he's the one that you feel closest that you can actually talk to. Mm -hmm. Like who cares what Bezos says and, 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 and Gates say, because they can't really relate to the modern day average internet user. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, I'm just reading the rest of it. it. Says it's honestly remarkable how different must Twitter's usage is from, from the other five accounts to have hit 100 million mark. Uh, former President Barack Obama, he posts frequent updates, but they're every bit as considered and presidential as you expect. So, very political, right? I can you expect that. Um, Rihanna, Katy Perry, and Chris. Cristiano Ronaldo, the soccer player, if you guys don't know who that is, have the kinds of Twitter presence that can only come from the collective brain of a professional train communications team. <laughs> Meaning yeah, they're not real. True. They're not from the actual person. They're like someone's you, you know someone's not running Elon Musk Twitter. It's him. Yeah. Um, and then to his credit, they believe that the Biebs, as in uh, Justin Bieber, is managed by himself. But Elon Musk, for sure, some of the stuff that comes, unless unless he does have a PR team that says, Doge to the moon. And someone's like, you know what? Okay. He, he said Doge to the moon, so I'm going to type it in. 
<laughs> you know, the only way I see this that being possible is if somebody is someone's getting paid to literally follow him and tweet random things that he says throughout the day. Yeah, like he he may not actually be typing it, but someone's following around and he says Doge to the moon. They're like Doge to the moon like this. Maybe maybe Doge, maybe Doge, maybe uh, Elon Musk told one of his people said, hey, take a picture of this 7-Eleven sign at the gas station with the with the regular grass gas price is 7-Eleven and diesel is also 7-Eleven and tweet that for me, please. And somebody probably just did this. Here, let me take a picture. Tweeted 7-Eleven at 7-Eleven with 7-Eleven. <laughs> I don't think that him or his team took that picture. They found that on the internet. Probably. <laughs> I'm not going to give him that much credit. Would be funny, though. Huh? It, it, that would be funny, though. Hmm. If it's, it, I'll be like, hey, why are you collecting gas? You got your uh, Tesla... Which needs like batteries, and you're probably come like probably have figured something out that you don't even need to even even need gas at all <laughs> that nobody has yet. But you know, just by that that number alone, you can see why he would want to buy Twitter. If you got a hundred me hundred million people following you on a platform, you want to ensure your longevity. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can go to another platform. But you're going to lose a substantial amount of your followers because not everyone's going to want to install uh, another app specifically for you. Like, look, Trump started so, uh, True Social. I'm sure there's yeah. quite a bit of people that followed him, but not as many that followed him on Twitter. You know what I mean? For sure. Because that means everybody's got to get another social media account or network or whatever. Which is crazy. Mm -hmm. So I got another one. Keeping on the Elon Musk topics. Tesla reportedly doesn't have enough desks after Musk threatens to fire remote employees. Even if they sit, even if they could sit down, the Wi-Fi signal was too weak to work. How crazy. Like, dude, you, do you really have that many employees? At Tesla? Look, his building, his gigafactories are cities in themselves. Whoever wrote this article, they're just salty. He's got the room. He just needs to buy the desk at this point. Just throw in a cubicle station. No. Do they need their own offices? If you were angry because all these people didn't want to come into your workplace to work, would you give them their own offices or everyone's got to sit in a cubicle? A uh, cubicle for sure. Cubicle. But He's dude, got the money for it. They're saying Tesla's headcount was doubled since 2019. They're now sitting, dude, double. Let me read this number. Let me read this number so you so you could divide that in half in your brain. <laughs> but this is what this is what it is right now. 99,210 people in the last three years, they doubled that. Or I, they doubled to that, I should say. Okay, so three years ago he was at fifty thousand, let's say. Yeah, which is nuts. That's it, that's dude, that's the that's a stupid amount of people that but you know he is working. That's the thing that people need to understand too cuz there's articles coming out right now saying that 200 people just got fired or left the company. They have 100,000 employees. That just sounds like a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> like what percentage is that? 
You know what I mean? If 200 people leave and you got 100,000 employees, I'm sorry that you lost your job, but that sounds like natural operating business costs to me. No? Am I reading that wrong? The thing is, the biggest thing that kills any business is labor costs. Labor costs and overheads kills any business. Yes, but at the same time, at the same time, it's like, I get it. If people go home, okay, you got to think about this in a different way. What you're saying makes absolute sense. Here's the thing. If you're at home, if you're working from home, and, and he might have tested this already, too. That, actually, that'll be that'll be the interesting part. If you're at home working, how do I not know you don't have the TV running in the background? How do I not know you're not taking extra breaks to the bathroom or extra breaks calling your mom, your dad, or extra breaks taking care of your kids, driving them to school, picking them up, or extra breaks doing something that you wouldn't do normally in the office? And the production rate is about the same. Well, I could tell because I'm monitoring you through Starlink. <laughs> now, if they if these people are taking all these extra breaks, I'd be like, wait a minute. What the hell are you guys doing here in the office then? If you're producing almost the same amount of work, or pretty close to it, maybe it's a little bit less, but pretty close to it. What the hell were you guys doing here in the office? That'll be my question. Now I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to spend the day walking the floor. And I want to see what type of production happens that one day. That'd be interesting to see. And it's funny because... I've actually... I'm not going to name companies or work sites or whatever that are doing this because I don't want to get nobody in trouble. But I've actually seen people do this type of test and it's like, wait a minute. Maybe some of you fools need to go back into the office. You guys are doing the exact same amount of work, which means you guys were doing something else when you're here in the office. How many bathroom breaks did you take? Or how many times were you on your phone while you're in your cubicle playing playing Clash of Clans, damn it? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. I mean, I've, 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 I'm guilty. Me too. I had a cubicle job and I figured out a way to hit just over the minimum quotas. And the rest of the day, I was not doing work-related things. But <laughs> I did the required amount of work and I did it very well. I'll admit something too. I Same. I did the required work. I went above and beyond because at my place, if you do the basics, you don't really get a raise. You have to go a little bit beyond. And then if you go even more beyond, they double your raise. So I would always try to hit that mark. Um, what I would do is I had a, we had like a little command center. It was just two of us in an office. Uh, my buddy was in the corner over here and I was in the middle of the room because my boss knew what I was doing. He knew what I was doing. I would have the the door behind me with the window and he would always walk in and look inside and then keep walking. I figured out a way to do this. 
literally. I, 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 I have my hand down here, put my elbow on my wrist. I'll tuck it inside my, my, my body. And then I'll put my, I'll make a fist and then hold my head up while I'm staring at my computer and I'd take a nap. <laughs> I would take a nap and recharge at work. I would get, dude, I would get there probably like at 530 in the morning and I would just plow, plow because there's nobody there. I'm just like, let me just plow this shit. My, my buddy would be there as early as me and him and me were just working like crazy. Everybody would start coming in around 7.30. We'd take a break around 7.45. And then about 8.15, we'd go in. Well, you know, our 10-minute break was actually like a 30-minute break. We'd come in about 8.15. I sit down there. I, I cram some work because I know that's 8.30 is when he walks in, 9 o'clock. Normally between 9.30 to 11, he's running around. So I know he's like looking to see what I'm doing. That's where I, that's where I would assume the position and take a nap. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, and could have I could have I done more work? Absolutely. Did I want to? Nope. I just did, I just did enough to get my double raise. I uh, I had a job where I took a two hour nap every day. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I did. I did. I worked for um, the logistics company for Walmart, and my job was just to throw boxes all day. So I would come in at six o'clock in the morning, and I would do the quota for six hours worth of work in an hour and a half. But I would build a wall inside the truck. And empty it behind so that I could go behind the wall and take a nap. Oh, shit. <laughs> but I still hit my quota. As long as you hit the quota. That's it, yo. That's funny. Yeah, the stories. Leave us a comment below uh, without incriminating your guys' selves. Anybody listening out there, we want to know what you guys used to do to get away with certain things. It's kind of just funny. Have you ever taken a nap on the job? Yeah, have you ever taken a nap on the job? That's what we want to know. Okay. I don't even know. I don't know how I feel about this. Which one? Airbnb's party ban is now permanent. If you are. So it says here in small, it says a, a 16 person camp on, but a 16 person cap on rentals has been removed, meaning you could get 16 people to sleep there. I think if you do an Airbnb, for sure you shouldn't have a house party. But I think if you are doing an Airbnb and you're and you're doing some sort of house party and you ruin certain things, let's just say you scratch the floor or you ruin a TV or break something, it I think I think for insurance purposes. I think whoever is renting it should be held accountable. Well, yeah. I. Okay, so according to this, this is interesting. It says the ban prohibits all disruptive parties and events with a particular focus on open invite gatherings. For one, if you're doing an Airbnb and you're traveling and stuff, I don't know why you would do a house party like that. At the same time, I, 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 okay, I'm trying to word this properly. I've known people that have rented cabins or hotel rooms or parties and they'll have like bachelor parties and then shit gets wild sometimes, whatever it is, what it is, it happens. You know, I've heard stories, (laughs) 
Um, with this thing, it says, okay, the open invites. I don't know how you would say like, hey, open invite. Anybody's invited to come over. I don't know if it's a bunch of guys or girls and they go to the beach and say, hey, we want to invite who I'm thinking of the American Pie movies like they're at a beach house and they want to invite girls over guys. They're over, bringing whatever. flyers for their Airbnb. Yeah. So, OK, I could see that maybe. Um, according to this says disruptive parties and events are essentially defined as those that attract complaints from neighbors. Sure, you could get complaints from neighbors, too, if you have a family of four. Your kids are running around throwing freaking dishes all over the place. I don't know. Um, Airbnb says it has suspended 6,600 guests for violating the party ban in 2021. Wow. Even though this is a, a small, tiny figure, considering that the company has more than 150 million users. Wow. Really? Yeah. Huge. In addition to making the party ban permanent, Airbnb, though, is lifting a 16-person occupancy limit, which they introduced at 2020. Now, see, I think when it comes to, like, occupancy limits, I think it should be, like, like a car. You know what I mean? Like... If your car only has four seatbelts, then you should probably only have four people in the car. I think with a house, if you have, let's just say, three bedrooms, three bedrooms should sleep, let's just say queen bed. You should be able to sleep at least two people in a bed. So that should, if you have three bedrooms, three queen beds, that should be six people right there. If you have a couch... And you could sleep one person on one side of the couch, another person on the other side of the couch. That should be two people that sleep on the couch. That's eight people. If you got two couches, that's 10 people in a three-bedroom house. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, and I know some people might be like, well, what if I bring a sleeping bag and I want to sleep on the floor? Okay, then maybe open that up a little bit. If, I, if I'm renting an Airbnb and it's like a five-bedroom house, I better be able to sleep 20 people in that house. What does the fire department have to say about any of this? I don't think they care as long as there's no fires. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like with any commercial building that you go to, there's usually an occupant limit. And that occupant limit is dependent on fire hazard, usually, or a weight restriction if it's an elevator. But I, I feel like cramming too many people into a place can cause a fire hazard because they can't get out in time. But at the same time, how many families have, well, I don't know about you, but here there's a lot of there, especially in the Hispanic, the Latin community. I know I, I could, I could say probably this probably, you know what, this probably covers all of co the colored community. doesn't matter if you're Brown, black or whatever. Um, they probably have multiple families in a house and it's probably like a two bedroom house. And there's like eight people that live in there that share one bathroom. I know that's a common thing. Is it a fire hazard? Probably. I know it's a bathroom hazard when I'm when, when, well, not me, but when someone's trying to go in there, take a dump <laughs> at the same time, we're talking about 
private versus business? Well, Airbnb are private homes that people rent out. But for business proceeds, which they should be claiming as business taxes. They should. I think I think that gets a little bit gray now. If we're looking at it, maybe they say, well, how many doors are in this house? What is the the fire? I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure they have a paper somewhere that says here's the fire plan, evacuation plan or some sorts. But this whole thing started because in 2019, somebody rented a house, of course, in good old California. It was a Halloween party event that there was over 100 people. And five people died in this party. That's a fire hazard for sure. A hundred people? A hundred people in there. That house better have been huge. It better been it better have been like a mansion, and it better have been on acreage, like acres of, of land, not like two thousand square foot two-story house, four bedrooms. Over a hundred people, that's a lot of freaking people, bro. What do you guys think? Leave us a message on on that. Leave us a comment. What do you guys think? Do you think there should be a limit based on beds or there should be a limit based on square footage of the house or a limit based on square footage of the lot? It's difficult because I know people that actually want to rent Airbnbs specifically to get married in, like to use almost like a hall. Right. And, and, you know, some people invite two, three hundred people to a wedding. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing I, I, I think what they need to do is they need to. If it's a hundred, if, if, if I'm if I want to invite, like you said, like a wedding, I'm hoping I could Airbnb a mansion that sits on 10 acres uh, it should house that should house a hundred people easily. I'm not crying. Even if I told everybody we're going to do it inside the house, if it's a mansion where it's like, hey, this is like a ten bedroom house with seven bathrooms or whatever, it should house a hundred people. But I also think I also think it depends on. I don't know. You, you know what they should do actually. Now that I keep thinking about it, and I don't know why I didn't think about this before. I have the Disney Vacation Club. If I am going on a Disney resort or if I am transferring my points to a timeshare for a non-Disney resort, every time I, I book a Disney place, they ask what are the names and age of the people coming. Name, age, and sex. Male, female, First and last name, and how old are they? That's a question they always ask. And when either I get there or like I've done this before where I sell my points and I let people rent a place since I can't go or whatever. And they'll let, you know, my, my best friend, I'm like, hey, they took like, I think it was like 12 people or 14 people over and I got them a three bedroom freaking villa. It was literally like, Two of those rooms had two queen size bed. One of the room had a king size bed. 
it had i think two living rooms and the living and and both couches that were in there were pull out pull out queen size beds the recliner turns into a full size bed and it could sleep all those people i think airbnb needs to do something like this how one they should say how many people are attending what are their names and and age and then if they violate that, because if I'm renting a, a mansion, for example, and I'm just like, hey, I'm renting this and I'm going to have like 100 people here. Cool. What are the names of everybody? It's going to be a pain in the ass for me to provide everything. But at least I'm covering my bases. You know what I mean? They know I'm renting this for that many people. It'd be super hard to enforce that, though. They can let the owners know, hey, they're going to have 100 people here at your at your place. If something happens that they violate that, you're in the rights to go in and start kicking people out if you want. Call the cops. Kick, kick people out. Uh, we've seen some crazy stories where they can't even get people to get out of their Airbnb. Is that they commandeer the home and shit like that. So I don't know. I used That's to it. really like the idea of an Airbnb, but now it scares me. Mm-hmm. You know they do the same thing for cars that you could rent out your car? Imagine someone took your car and they never give back. <laughs> Dude, I was looking at renting a Tesla. I'm like, maybe I should rent a Tesla. Somebody's Tesla just drive around for a day. Or those or those roadsters, the one the three wheel cars, you know? The trikes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be kind of cool. So, I don't know. Interesting stuff. Just interesting stuff. Just be careful. Let us know what you guys think. Uh last topic for today's episode. Um Samsung. And Starbucks are collaborating. They're, they're collaborating and they're going to make these Galaxy Buds. It's funny. The Verge is like, it's silly and pointless and I want one. I'm going to show the picture of this one. For the for those of you guys that are, are listening to us, you guys are going to crack up. I'll explain <laughs> this to you guys as much as I can. It's cute. It's so cute. It looks like a little mini Starbucks mug with the with the Starbucks logo. You open the up the lid like a coffee. And your earbuds are inside. When you close the lid, it looks like coffee. Like the top looks like coffee with the foam. And this thing is trending like crazy. It's it's pointless, it's stupid and it and it's selling like crazy <laughs> like they even have cases too they have all these different cases with like a re- it looks like a receipt this one says count your stars in your galaxy this one has the starbucks logo um they're partnering up with samsung and then doing this this one even looks like it has like a little belt hook that's kind of cool interesting what do you think do you want one they do look like they're high quality cases yeah they're obviously tailored to a specific audience um i wouldn't pay extra for it uh if i wanted to have a certain logo on my stuff i would put my own so so i don't know if you know this but last month i'm just reading this thing it said that samsung is it samsung they made a pokey pokemon you know the ball the pokeball yes they made a Pokeball earbuds case that was released exclusively in South Korea. Click on it. 
You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> now I'm I want I'm looking one. at the picture. Look at this. I can it's see a, that selling like crazy in, in Korea. It's a, a, a Pokeball with the earbuds inside. I, I wonder if you close it and, and they're charging, if the, the front part right here glows green. That'll be cool. <laughs> I don't know. It was about 105 bucks. I want I want one. And look, it looks like, dude, these look like, remember Pogs back in yeah. the day? They look like Pogs. Those are Pogs. Oh, no, they're stickers. They're stickers. They look like Pogs. There's no word if it's going to be coming out of Korea. I'm pretty sure they're going to be like, dude, they even had a Pokemon theme Galaxy Z. Uh, Z Zed, I almost said Zed, like I don't know, you know, <laughs> Flip 3 Pokemon Edition. It sells out in minutes. Look at this. They had a box with little Pokeballs and the phone and the case and all that stuff. Sold out in minutes. Pokemon's got a huge following, man. That's nuts. What do you guys think? If it was a Pokemon or Starbucks, what, like what theme would you want on a Samsung exclusive phone that you would be like, I want that? For sure, for sure. Um, I was telling you that Niantic, which is the same video game developer that does Pokemon Go games, these are the games where you put it on your phone and it's all geolocation based. So you need to walk out to your local park and you look on your phone and you're standing at a poke gym or whatever, or you're battling it out, but you have to physically go out and explore the world. They're coming in with an NBA game. <laughs> so I don't know. Oh, yeah, you like, mention that. I don't even, I don't even know how that works. Like I go outside, I end up at Steph Curry's house. Like dude, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be dope. That would be dope. I want to find the article now. Cause I'm curious. Yeah, let us know what you guys think. I know he's looking at the article right now, but let us know what you guys think. Um, I know today's episode is a really, really short one. We just wanted to get some of the stuff. There's a lot of stuff that we're going to be talking about um, that's coming out this month, so make sure you guys stay tuned. Did you find that article? Almost. Like almost. Um, yeah, so let us know. let us know what you guys think. I'm trying to think like what I would like. I know they have cases that it has like a like a Nintendo, like a, what is that the game Game Boy? Game Boy. They have some for like Disney. I'm trying to think like what kind of case would be really really cool or exciting that I would. I don't know. It's kind of hard for me. I I'm I'm very big with photography. For me, I wish they would they they come up with something because the cameras on these on these things are really really good. You know what would be really dope, actually, now that I think about it? I wish they had a case that you can get that you'd clip it on and it covers the lenses, but it turns whatever this new case into like a premium, like super. So this is what I did. With, like, I haven't really told anybody this except for a few people that I'm doing my travel stuff with. But um, I dropped my phone and I broke it. And I dropped it from, imagine a one-story house dropping it onto cement. Um, landed like this, literally, like flat down on the, on the glass, and it shattered. 
and I took it to a place. I had insurance to replace the glass. And they were actually testing something out that I'm just like, can I get that? I know it's going to charge me extra, but whatever. I actually had my cameras changed out. I had them put some premium stuff in here, in these cameras. Um, remember, I was complaining a little bit that when I was recording, sometimes it would jitter. Yeah. Not no more. If you watch any of my videos from this month in June and July of my travel stuff, I'm using these premium ones. If you watch my videos when I did the desert, like Death Valley, um, Joshua Tree, like all that stuff, it was the original lenses. And you'll be able to tell the difference. You'll see the difference. I'm using my phone like heavily right now because of how good these new lenses are. But I wish they would come up with something that I could put a case on this thing and it covers it. And now I have an even more premium video shoot. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. So Niantic is making a real world NBA game. I almost want to show this video, but Don't this do is it. Pokemon Go developer Niantic has announced yet another new game. This time with its first foray into the world of sports. It's called NBA All World. And it's, as you would expect from Niantic, a location-based game that also has augmented reality elements. The developer describes it as NBA lifestyle meets the real-world metaverse. You might be wondering how exactly that would work. NBA All World looks like a lot like Niantic's other releases, filling up the map around you with various points of interest. The difference here is that they're all basketball-themed instead of Pokemon-related. Uh, we're enveloping the world around you in a basketball universe, or what I personally would like to call it, turning the real world into a basketball theme park. Uh, now, places and objects in the real world will become video game items. The convenience store near you has become a location to pick up stamina for your NBA player. And the sporting goods store around the corner is a place to pick up the latest brand name shoe, to customize your player that sounds pretty cool actually it's cool and there's a big hype when pokemon go was doing it for sure but i don't know if this is gonna blow up like it sounds like a really cool idea i, I don't know i i have i like like now that you're reading it i have like mixed reactions if this is gonna be exactly like is pokemon go even still a thing oh yeah yeah interesting if it's still a thing then shoot this thing might blow up yeah i think i still have it on my phone and i live at a pokestop <laughs> pokemon interesting uh, yeah i don't know man that should be very interesting we'll see huh interesting stuff yeah oh show for sure. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. We try to get you guys all the latest and greatest stuff. There's all kinds of stuff that's happening right now. So let us know what you guys think in the comment section below or leave us a review. 
Um, next, anything you got to say before we get out of here? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Beyond the Streams. So wherever you're listening to us or watching us, make sure that you leave us a comment or review so other people like yourself can find the content that you enjoy. Make sure that you are following us on all the relative platforms. You have the notification bell turned on because you never know where the conversation is going to go. You never know who we're going to have on and you never know what we're going to talk about. So we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.